This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA, with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your producer and guest host today on the podcast, and joining me is Hillary Watson. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. Great. So Hillary is a pet nutritionist and owner of HW Veterinary Nutrition Incorporated, as well as the author of the recipe book Complete and Balanced for Dogs and the Equivalent for Cats. Today, we're going to talk about a lot of great things, including making food at home for your pets. So let's get right into it. You authored your first book, Complete and Balanced, 101 Healthy Homemade Meals for Dogs, in 2009. What inspired you to take your nutrition knowledge and put it into a cookbook? Well, I've been a nutritionist, a pet nutritionist, for almost 30 years. And what actually inspired the book uh, was the Pet Food Recall in 2007. And I had a lot of people contacting me wanting an alternative to kibble because they were concerned about what products were potentially contaminated. There was a lot of confusion and, and people weren't sure. And so as an alternative, they wanted to do their own thing, to make their own homemade recipes. Initially, I was telling owners that I really couldn't help them because there was such a long list of vitamins and minerals that they would need to add to balance the recipes properly and to do it correctly that it was really complicated and really difficult. And it was actually an owner who said to me, well, you're a pet nutritionist, why don't you make it simple? And so that's where I started working on it. And basically, it took me two years to put the book together to come up with uh, these 101 recipes. Initially, I was thinking that I could just use human foods and mix them together and come up with complete and balanced recipes. And what I immediately discovered was that that didn't work without a vitamin mineral supplement to add to balance it out. And so that's where I needed to develop a vitamin mineral supplement and then the recipes that went with that supplement. And that took two years, basically basically, to put that whole thing together, and then another three years to get the cat book out. (laughs) So it's been an ongoing project, for sure. Why don't you tell us about that supplement? Because there's a specific one that you use, right? Right. Yeah, the issue is that any combination of ingredients would need a specific supplement in order to balance it correctly. And every single food has a different nutrient balance. And so it becomes very difficult to just take a bunch of ingredients, mix them together and come up with a complete and balanced food. The supplement has 10 vitamins and 10 minerals in it, which are all essential. And that's the tricky part of actually formulating a complete and balanced food is actually getting the vitamins and minerals correct. So what I can do is if I have a vitamin mineral supplement that's fixed, I can then use computer software to formulate recipes around the supplement. So that's the way. So in other words, I have 150 different foods. They're all different in terms of their nutrient profile. If I tell the computer software program what nutrient targets I'm trying to hit, it tells me what foods to use and it balances those foods around the vitamin mineral supplement. And that's really the only way to do it because as you can imagine, any different combination of foods is going to have a different nutrient balance. It's going to need a different Uh, vitamin mineral supplement to basically balance it. So you have to basically do it in reverse using computer software. It sounds complicated. That's why it took me two years (laughs) to basically put it all together. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more complicated than people realize. But 
I think that's the most important thing when you're feeding your pet is that you provide a complete and balanced diet. The whole point of what I'm, I'm trying to do is to get all of those nutrients that are required at the right level and in the right balance to provide optimal health. Absolutely. And you mentioned earlier that it was spurred by people asking for this. So Correct. when the book actually got published, what kind of a reception did you see? Were people like, yes, this is, this is yeah. what I needed? Yeah, there are some people that were a little bit daunted by it in the mm. sense that they thought they were doing the right thing by just throwing a bunch of human foods together. And and in fact, a lot of the people that contacted me at the outset were people that had been doing it on their own for a while and had run into some health issues with their dogs. And so it was right. a matter of sort of fixing those problems. Yeah, so I, I think there is a lot of interest and there's more people, I think, all the time wanting to make their dogs food because it, you know, they're using fresh human grade ingredients and they're preparing it themselves. And so, yeah, it, it, extremely well received and, and the business is growing quite nicely. So I've been around, like, a, like you said, since 2009, I've now got a cat book and, and I've also got a third book, which is uh, for dogs and cats that have renal disease. Mm. Animals with kidney failure have very specific needs. And so I developed a, a different supplement for them and a different cookbook. So that's the third book in the series. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. In, the series. in the series. You just briefly mentioned that there was a group of people who were overwhelmed by the idea of making food at home for their pet. What kind of a time commitment does it normally take to be able to say, yes, I want to make my pet homemade food? There's a lot of variety of options. So some of the recipes are fairly simple. Some of them are more complicated. The one thing I will say right off the bat is that it's a lot simpler cooking for your pet than it is cooking for yourself. And one oh. of the reasons for that is because your dog doesn't really care what it looks like. In fact, what most of my recipes use raw fruits and vegetables, blend them in a food processor. So you're basically weighing the ingredients and throwing them into a food processor. Generally speaking, you're mixing everything together. You're not worried about presentation and, right. and, and so on. Mm. And so... What most owners tell me is after they've done it a few times, it gets to be sort of a routine so that it goes a lot faster. The first few times where you're getting used to the process, it's like right. anything else. You're learning something new. It's going to take mm. a little bit of time. But in fact, with a little bit of practice, it becomes easier. And as I said, I've got some recipes in the book that are very simple. I, I've got 12 recipes that are what we call limited antigen, which means they're for dogs with allergy issues. Okay. And a dog with an allergy, um, you want to limit the number of ingredients that their immune system is responding to. So we'll, I'll have something like uh, pork and potato or venison and oatmeal. Just So basically just okay. two ingredients. And, and if you're doing that, it's pretty straightforward, pretty fast. If you've got lots of fruits and vegetables and you're weighing them out and it, it takes a little bit longer, all of my recipes can be frozen and thawed. So a lot of people make big batches and then freeze what they don't use right away, which obviously saves a lot of time as well. Okay. And people that have spoken to me about it have said that it's well worth the time and effort because they know mm. what they're feeding and they can see the results in their, in their dogs and cats as well. I do have a couple of cooking demo videos on my website so people can go there and see an owner actually preparing a couple of the more complicated recipes so you can see that it actually is a lot simpler than what it maybe looks like okay. at first take in the book. The other thing that I'll mention is that you can mix homemade with a kibble base. Um, okay. So thing is, if you have two different format products that are both complete and balanced, 
the mix will be complete and balanced as well. So it's like some people will mix dry kibble with canned food, right? And so right. as long as the canned is complete and balanced and the kibble's complete and balanced, then the mix is going to be fine. Right. And it's the same thing. If you're interested in mixing homemade with, say, kibble, then the best way to do it is to make up the homemade as if you were going to be feeding it exclusively. So follow the recipe as it is, then you'll know, you know that that mix is complete and balanced. And what you can do is then take a bit of that, mix it in with the kibble, Mm -hmm. obviously subtract some of your kibble so you don't end up with a porky pig (laughs) at the end. So you basically restrict the calories from the kibble, but the mix will then be complete and balanced. And some people say, well, can I feed one meal that's kibble and one meal that's homemade? I, you can, but that usually doesn't work very well because the dog will definitely prefer the homemade and what you'll get is they'll refuse to eat their kibble and they'll wait for the they'll hold out for the homemade so if you want to do that mix it's better to take the homemade and mix it into the kibble and it makes the kibble that much more palatable and you're not going to have a dog going on strike (laughs) to get the (laughs) homemade only so for larger dogs that that quite often is a more practical option in terms of cost that's great yeah well this has been very interesting so far we're just going to take a quick commercial break and then we will be right back with hillary watson to talk some more about the health benefits of cooking homemade food for your pet Did you know the Ontario SPCA has an adoption program created by the ASPCA called Meet Your Match? This fun initiative pairs potential adopters with dogs or cats based on their personality. It's like eHarmony for pets. When you take the online Meet Your Match survey, you will receive a colour based on your personality and lifestyle. On your next visit to one of the Ontario SPCA adoption centres, the staff will take your results and help match you up with your perfect pet. For more information on Meet Your Match, please visit meetyourmatch.ontariospca.ca. Welcome back to Animals Voice Podcast. We're here talking with Hilary Watson, pet nutritionist and author of some great cookbooks for homemade meals for pets. So we just wanted to ask as well, what are the health benefits of cooking your pet homemade food? The first thing is that you have complete control over which ingredients you're going to use and what I call the manufacturing process, meaning that you don't have to worry about what the quality parameters are of the company that's producing. And that goes for any pet food company. You're basically putting your trust in somebody else to be making your food. Whereas if you do it yourself in your kitchen, you know where you bought your ingredients and you know what quality standards you have in your kitchen. And you're using fresh human grade food for the most part. So you're, you know, fruits and vegetables. So most people will say that they definitely see a difference in their pet's attitude and their health. And I have lots of testimonials on my website that basically speak to many different situations. And the other big benefit is that you can target nutrition to specific disease conditions. About half the recipes in my cookbook are for animals that have various medical conditions, including things like allergies, which is really common, but heart disease or kidney disease or cancer and all of these conditions do benefit from very precise nutrient targets. So you change the nutrient targets a little bit for those different diseases. Mm -hmm. And you also are using really fresh ingredients, really palatable ingredients, which inappetence is often a problem with when an animal is sick, they're maybe not eating as well. So even if the diet is perfectly designed for them, if they're not eating it, they're not benefiting from it. Definitely. And have you seen an increase in public interest being 
more focused on feeding pets homemade food, like that kind of movement towards natural, organic. Do you think that applies yeah, to food absolutely, for pets? Absolutely. And it's growing all the time. My business certainly is growing. I think the, the pet food industry on the other side of the coin has made some effort to have better quality parameters in place. I used to say every time there was a big pet food recall, my sales went through the roof because <laughs> of people looking for alternatives. We don't really encounter that so much anymore. There's That's been a, a real push to improve the quality of you know the kibble products, but definitely the trend for healthier diets for ourselves and also pet owners wanting control, wanting to know what their dog or cat is eating. Right. Um, because the big concern those owners have is to make sure that their food is feeding a complete and balanced food and they need the mm. expertise to make sure that the recipe they're feeding is healthy. And that's, they want to avoid any of the health risks associated with sort of winging it, right? So mm. making it a really easy process really helps to encourage that. And certainly, I think the trend on both the human side and on the pet side are both moving in that direction. A more, yeah. more awareness that our longevity and our health and our well-being and our activity level and our enjoyment in life and everything else is tied to what we eat. Definitely. And yeah, I think that's that's a trend that we will see continue. My business is indicating that it's a growing trend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. In yeah. any case, that's that's successful. Well, yeah. that's great. And no, I can definitely see there is so many benefits you've mentioned, like health, just knowing what's going into your pet's mouth. All of those things are so great. So we're just going to talk a little bit about you more personally now. So do you have pets yourself? I've always had dogs. I've had dogs since I was a little kid. Right now, I've got a couple of Belgian Shepherds. And I compete. One of them is eight years old and is more or less retired. She's just a little sweetie. Aww. The other one I compete in obedience with. He's actually the top uh, Belgian Shepherd in obedience in Canada right wow. now. He's three years old. He's a really athletic, outgoing, happy, yeah. charming kind of a dog. So those are my two guys. They keep me pretty busy between them. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you could separate yourself <laughs> from them for a little bit to come chat yeah. with us. They sound great. How can our listeners learn more about you and about your books? So I do have a website. It's completeandbalanced.com. It's probably easiest for them to just Google my supplement name, which is Hillary's Blend. If you Google Hillary's Blend, it'll come up with my web page mm -hmm. for sure. I should have mentioned probably at the start that my products are sold through veterinary clinics. And one of the reasons for that is because a lot of the animals that are on my products have medical conditions of one sort or another. So my products are sold through vet clinics. Any veterinarian in Canada, literally any veterinarian in Canada can get my products for an owner. Many clinics, especially the ones that are more holistic in, in their practices, already stock them and carry them. Everybody's heard of them for sure. Mm -hmm. But even if they don't have them in stock, they can order them in for, for clients fairly quickly. And, and so those would be the two places where people can get more information either come to me direct through my website or speak to their veterinary caregiver. Perfect. Yeah. And we'll definitely have the links to that website in the description of this podcast, as well as on our blog, just so that people can find it very easily. And again, that was Hillary's Blend that you can Google. So that's H-I-L-A-R-Y apostrophe S 
blend. So you can definitely Google that as well, but we'll have the links in our description here. All right. Thanks so much, Hillary, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much to our listeners as well for listening to Animals Voice podcast. Also for sharing our uh, podcast on social media, Twitter, Facebook. We really appreciate that, getting the word out. If you want to reach us, you can follow us on Twitter at Ontario SPCA, or you can follow our host who's missing today at OSPCA Kevin. You can also email him with your show ideas at kmckenzie at ospca.on.ca. Until next time, we'll catch you later. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice. 